Hiya, Sprouts! This week, we're going to hear from Interlochen Public Radio's Director of Music, Amanda, about something you might hear a lot around the holidays, but might not even be totally about Christmas. Take it away, Amanda. Hi, Sprouts. I'm Amanda Sewell, one of the producers of the podcast. I'm here to tell you about a piece of music that we hear a lot during the month of December. George Frederick Handel's Messiah. First of all, what even is Messiah? What kind of music is it? Well, it's a kind of piece called an oratorio. It's kind of like an opera. It has a full orchestra. It has really fancy vocal solos. And it tells a story. But it's not an opera, though. It doesn't have any costumes or sets or acting. And the stories in an oratorio always come from the Bible. In operas, the stories are usually about mythology, gods and goddesses and heroes and creatures, or romance. Also, oratorios often have big choruses in them that sing a lot of the time. That's another thing you're not going to find in most operas. Here's something interesting about those big choruses. When George Frederick Handel wrote the music for Messiah and for other oratorios, even though they had expert opera singers who performed those really fancy vocal solo parts, a lot of times the people singing in the choruses weren't exactly fancy expert singers themselves. If you listen to a lot of the choruses in Messiah, you'll hear that the chorus parts are doubled in the orchestra. That means the orchestra's playing the exact same notes that the singers are supposed to be singing. That lets the orchestra give the chorus singers a little help. Handel gave the chorus singers a hand. Sorry, had to do it. Here's another interesting thing about those choruses. The choruses now are often huge. You know, have you ever attended or heard about a Messiah sing? Giant events with hundreds of people singing the choruses from Messiah, especially during the month of December? And then a virtual version of Messiah was put together a couple of years ago with almost 4,000 choir members singing who each recorded their parts separately. Oh, 
We know that the very first chorus at the very first performance of Handel's Messiah, one that Handel himself attended, was actually really, really small. That chorus only had like 20 people in it. It sounded kind of like this. Well, wait, how do we know that there were only 20 people or so at that first performance? We have their paycheck stubs. Finally, let's talk about the most famous part of Handel's Messiah, the Hallelujah Chorus. It's one of those pieces that you hear everywhere, especially at Christmas time. There's just one tiny problem, though. The Hallelujah Chorus is not a Christmas piece. It was actually written for Easter. Messiah, the oratorio, is the story of the life of Jesus. It's in three parts about his birth, crucifixion, and resurrection. The first part of Messiah is about when Jesus was born. So that's the Christmas part. The second part is about Good Friday, which is when Jesus was crucified. And the third and final part of Messiah is about when Jesus came back to life, or the resurrection. And that's the Easter part. The entire oratorio, Messiah, is almost three hours long. And the Hallelujah Chorus comes at the very, very, very end. That means it's sung in the Easter part, not Christmas. But a lot of people really like singing the Hallelujah Chorus at Christmas time. And a lot of people really like hearing the Hallelujah Chorus at Christmas time. So even though the Hallelujah Chorus is heard during the Easter part of Handel's Messiah, it's become a Christmas musical tradition for a lot of people to perform the Hallelujah Chorus. Hey Sprouts, we want to know, what are some of your favorite Christmas musical traditions? Let us know. We're on Instagram, at Classical Sprouts. Today's episode was produced by Emily Duncan Wilson and me, Amanda Sewell. Our digital content manager is Casey Brown. Toodaloo! Interlock and Public Radio!